Hi friends, welcome back to a brand new episode of OK Now Breathe podcast. I'm Megan from OKNowBreathe.com, where I share stories about childhood trauma to help you heal your inner child so you can learn to love yourself once and for all. What I'm about to say might be controversial, it might rub some feathers, it might just make you a little upset. (laughs) Couldn't think of a word. But I have to say this. I have noticed so much crap in the healing space, and I'm sure this episode, I'm gonna probably be swearing. So if that's a problem for you, leave. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. Um, Yeah, there are definitely a few phrases and things that people have said to me, people I've seen say to other people, or whatever it might be. When it comes to healing, that I think is absolute bullshit, that I think just needs to, we just need to cut these phrases out of our vocabulary because it really, I don't think it's helpful. I don't think it's serving us. I don't think it's good for us. And I think it makes us feel like we are processing our healing wrong. And I feel like it invalidates us and our experiences. And I think it creates this whole cycle of problems. You know, it creates that generational trauma where it gets passed on from generation to generation because you just like, okay, well, well, this self-help person told me to do this, so I'm going to follow their advice, or my therapist said to do this, and I'm not knocking therapy whatsoever. Absolutely not. But I think sometimes when you haven't lived an experience, you could give the basic advice that you hear passed around. And a lot of the advice is not serving people who have experienced such bad childhood trauma. And that's why it's so incredibly important to find a therapist who specialized in the things that you've been through, who can give you the proper tools and and they can give you the resources that fit your unique situation. And, you know, I guess that's another thing. It's like, well, what is really bad trauma? Trauma is trauma. We invalidate our experiences all the time. We gaslight ourselves into thinking that what happened to us wasn't that bad. But what happened to us happened to us. And, you know, you can't, like, compare your trauma to other people's trauma. Who's Who had worse trauma or who's been through worse? Like, what you've been through was awful. What you've been through was never your fault and never should have happened. And I truly believe that the people who inflicted the abuse on us, the neglect, the trauma, they had that responsibility. One of the phrases that bothers me to no end, while it does have some merit, when you really break it down, you really think about it, it's really just a way for people to not hold themselves accountable. It's for forgiving people who don't deserve that forgiveness. And the phrase I'm talking about is hurt people hurt people. While it may be true that people who are hurt, people who are hurting inside, they're dealing with so much internal conflict, so many internal demons that it's hard for them to put any effort into being nice. If say that they're surrounded by negativity or say that somebody else is talking down to them, breaking them down, breaking their spirit down. 
and the way that they get that feeling, that rush, that feeling of feeling alive is to bring other people down or to put the blame for what they're going through onto other people. They want other people to be a scapegoat. They want other people to have that spotlight on them so it can take away the pressure and the spotlight on them. And I hate that phrase so much because there are so many people on this planet who have been through atrocious things and they're still nice people and they're still good people. And I'm not necessarily saying that people who say things out of anger, say things out of hurt are bad people because we're human and I have had my very fair share of hurting people when Sam depressed or when I'm anxious. But there comes a point where you had to take responsibility for your own actions. You have to take responsibility for the things that you say. You know, you have to learn patience. You have to learn, you have to learn to speak your boundaries instead of being passive aggressive. You know, there's other ways to do things. And the, the phrase of hurt people hurt people is only like continuing the cycle where it's just, eh, you know, you should have empathy for somebody who's suffering, which is absolutely true but that does not give that person the right to inflict emotional pain on other people absolutely not and if i segue off of this responsibility thing another phrase that absolutely makes me so mad is telling people to forgive their abusers not for them but for yourself i'm sorry there are certain things in life that people have done that are completely unforgivable. Murder? Unforgivable. Rape? Sexual abuse? Unforgivable. Being constantly degrading and breaking apart your soul? You do not need to forgive that person. There's a difference between forgiving somebody and being at peace. You know, being at peace, I feel, comes from radical acceptance. Accepting that the bullshit that happened to you happened to you and it was never your fault. Because when you put it on like, oh, I forgive the person who did me wrong. I forgive the person for their mistakes, whatever, whatever, whatever. Bothers me to no end that you have to be the bigger person and forgive the person who maybe not at the time knew what they were doing. But I I guarantee that they had some thought in their mind that what they were doing to you they shouldn't have been doing. And maybe that's why I perpetuated the cycle of, say, I'm feeling bad about myself because I'm hurting other people, so what do I do to make myself feel better about myself is to hurt other people. It has to stop. It really does because just like you have a responsibility to heal and not continue the cycle of generational trauma, whether you are a parent, whether you're a friend, a family member, whatever, we all have a responsibility to be better humans. We all have the responsibility to do good in the world, to bring a sense of humanity to the world. And we can't do that if we've become hard people. Because a lot of the people who are abused, I do think that they become hard. And they pass it around. They become bullies at school. They are people who emotionally sometimes physically hurt other people. And that's why I think 
healing your inner child and coming to terms with what happened to you is so important. Because I think a lot of people don't want to face what happened to them. And I completely, totally understand that. There are so many thoughts that come with that. You know, it's like, okay, so I come to terms that I was abused. What happens next? What happens next? Like, what do I do when the person who abused me was a parent or a sibling, a grandparent, and they're still in my life? How do I navigate this healing when I become resentful and when I become angry or when I shut down because I don't know what to do? That's when people offer the advice to forgive your abusers, have peace, but you don't need to forgive the people who abused you. I will tell you that right now. You do not need to forgive them. If that resonates with you, that's absolutely amazing. And I'm so happy for you. For a lot of people, when we talk to our abusers about what happened, they deny. And then that makes us second guess what happened to us. And like I said, it's this huge spiderweb cycle of absolute (laughs) continuing the cycle of trauma. Because we have to wake up and radically accept the things that happened to us. And guess what? We radically need to accept the things that we've done that was hurtful towards other people. And in this healing space, you know, we come to this belief that once we're healed, we're healed. You know, it's like some destination. And I don't believe that there is a destination for healing. I think healing is continual. It continues and continues and continues for the rest of our lives. Whether you start to come to terms with what happened to you early on, or you don't open your heart to what happened to you until your middle age or later in life. But when people tell you that something like, once you get the main beliefs taken care of, Once you overcome those main beliefs that are harmful, everything else in healing is a piece of cake. I actually had somebody leave that comment on one of my Instagram posts, that healing becomes a piece of cake after you heal the main beliefs. Our trauma infects us so much to the point where something as, I guess, simple as simple as something as let your inner child play. That's hard for a lot of people. A lot of people like me didn't grow up knowing it was okay to play and explore the world. We were put in a box where you can play with this and this only. You have to be at this volume level. You cannot have fun. You cannot laugh. You're just meant to be seen and not heard. So for people like me, learning to honor that play, it sounds like the most fun, exciting, simple way to heal, right? But a lot of us who are growing up with these huge expectations of getting straight A's and going to a great college and what have you, we fall apart at thinking about resting. We put so much self-worth on our productivity and what we accomplish, That something as simple 
as being able to play to honor your inner child, it should feel like a piece of cake. But that's not. And things all weave into each other where nothing in healing is a piece of cake. And I'm not saying that to scare you, but I'm here to say that this is why taking that time to honor, trust, love, and respect your inner child is so important. Because it affects every single aspect of your life. From how you interact with strangers, how you interact with family members, your parents, your siblings, your partners, your kids, your even your animals, even your pets. You know, even to how you treat your, your home, your car. Are you placing so much value on my things need to be sparkling clean so I can feel like I have my life together? Or do you allow yourself just to be in the moment and to breathe and to play and to laugh? Do you take time to learn and grow about things that you're passionate about? Or say, did you grow up having parents who couldn't care less about what your interests were? Say you you joined dance, but like my mom did, she would go watch dance practice, but she wouldn't watch it. She'd be reading a book. And I would look up and see all the other moms or parents watching their kids practice and my mom would be reading a book and simple things like that thinking that your passions or things that you're exciting about don't matter to your parents so then you grow up thinking well okay there's no point in me having hobbies like I'm at this stage where of my healing where I'm trying to figure out what I actually even like or enjoy you know I feel like I don't have hobbies You know, I feel like I have things where I like to bring into my business of okay, now breathe. And I like to express all that and bring all that piece of me to okay, now breathe. But it's like, what do I have for myself? What are the things that I want to do for myself? And it scares me because a lot of the times I do not know. Our childhoods impact us in so many ways. And I think that having these phrases like forgive your abusers or hurt people hurt people or after you heal a certain part, you know, after you do so-and-so amount of healing, everything becomes a piece of cake after. But I know that and you know that that that's not true. And I want you to know that you do not need to forgive people in order to have peace. You know, you can still recognize what they did to you and not have them in your life and have peace by knowing what happened to you happened to you and you have peace by letting them go. And a lot of that healing comes with taking a stand and being like, these people hurt me in such tremendous, unforgivable ways as sexual abuse or physical abuse or whatever kind of abuse. And I'm not going to let that person around me. I'm not going to let that person around my children. I'm not going to let that person stay in my life. Because I have a responsibility to love, cherish, respect, and honor myself. 
And these huge things of letting these people go is a scary damn thing. There's, for a lot of people, it's so complicated. It's so complicated. And there's so many layers of it that walking away from an abusive person can take years. It can take what seems like a lifetime. And there's so many things that seem to have to be in place in order to do that like financial situation and having a job lined up, having a support system, having the justice system on your side. There are so many things that have to do with healing, that healing your inner child is the scariest, biggest thing that you can do. And honoring yourself and allowing yourself to love yourself, to cherish yourself, to respect yourself is some of the scariest work we will ever do on this earth. But I know that you can do it. I know you have it in you. And I don't want any of these phrases that I mentioned here today to invalidate your experiences. I don't want anybody to say that their trauma was more significant than your trauma. Because I'm sure that a lot of parents say, well, I was abused too. Or they say things like, my parents did. Well, you have a roof over your head. You have food. You have clothes. What more do you want? You should be grateful. Of course, those are things of privilege and things that we should be thankful for. But that is the bare minimum. That is a basic human right that so many people aren't afforded. But it's a basic human right. And other basic human rights are emotional, having love and affection and attention, having people support you. Those are all basic needs. And so many people do not have their emotional needs met. And something as big as not having your emotional needs met can create lasting, lasting issues with self-esteem, self-respect, And how you view other people. You know, it's not just about how you view yourself. If we grew up around people who were constantly judging other people, is it the concept of hurt people hurt people? But at what point is it somebody else's responsibility? At what point is it your responsibility? And I want to reiterate that you have everything inside you already. You have that personal power to rise above everything that happened to you because what happened to you happened to you and it sucked and it wasn't fair and it wasn't your fault. But you don't need to live in your trauma. There is a place of peace. There is a place of hope. And yes, healing will happen every single day. Every single day when you have a voice in the back of your head that sounds like your mom, that sounds like your dad, that tells you that you're not good enough, or that tells you that you're not worthy, who tells you all these lies that you believe yourself that you need to deconstruct so you can live a more fulfilling life where you feel so aligned and you cry tears of happiness. Because guess what? When you grew up, you got punished for crying. You got told that you needed to be grateful for basic human rights. And that's all that you deserved. And that is so wrong. 
And I'm sorry if that happened to you. I'm so sorry. You never deserved that. And you only deserve love. You only deserve respect and patience and understanding. And I urge you to give that to yourself today. I urge you to step away after this episode and reflect. What is a basic human right that you deserved that you didn't need to get taken away from you because hurt people hurt people or that you need to forgive your abusers or that this part of your trauma is so minor that it's a piece of cake to overcome? If you can't say this to yourself today, I want you to know that I cherish you. I respect you, and I know that you deserve so much more than the way that you talk to yourself. I know you deserve so much more than the way other people talk to you negatively, hurtfully. It's inexcusable. And I want you to leave this episode of OK Now Breathe podcast knowing that you can do it, knowing that you can overcome the absolute bullshit that people inflicted on you. And that is such a light way of saying it because it's way more bullshittier <laughs> than bullshit could be. And I want to thank you so much for taking time out of your day to listen to this episode of OK Now Breathe podcast. Please follow me on all my social media platforms. I'm at OK Now Breathe on Instagram and TikTok and Pinterest. And I would love to have you over there as we discuss childhood trauma with people who get it, with people who aren't going to invalidate us, and with people who can support each other on our healing journeys. I want to thank you again so, so much from the bottom of my heart, and I will talk to you again very, very soon. Bye. Bye.